can't hear the music, so I have to give him the verbal cue that we're live. And now Paul Kelly's voice has ended, and the Quizzo Trivia Podcast will begin. Welcome, everybody, to episode 153, second in quarantine, by the way. Uh, Nick, are you with me? I'm here. What kind of amazing technology is this? Isn't that impressive for everybody? Um, All right. Well, let's get to it. It is uh, Quizzo. People flooded us with um, questions. What do you guys plan on doing now that every bar you work in is shut down? Um, And the answer to that question is we're not sure. Uh, However, we are still going to do the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. And what we've done in the time being uh, for the many, 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 many teams that have asked and are, are overwhelmed with complete boredom is we've created a play-at-home weekly version of the Quizzo Trivia Game available to you, the public, for a mere $5 purchase. Um, Nick, let's talk about this. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> before we get into actually asking quiz, uh, you know, quiz questions about the upcoming game, because there's, quite frankly, no upcoming games to go to, uh, we figured we had to do something uh, for the audience to kind of cure the boredom. So this is what we came up with. Uh, do you want to tell them what we're doing, uh, or or you want me to get into specifics, explain how it works? Well, I mean, we're going to keep putting out a quiz uh, each week for people to play, right? Yep. That's the idea. And then they can uh, get it for, you know, five bucks, the price of one beer. There you uh, go. You know, and then you can either compete against your uh, teammates uh, through – you know, all different, what, Zoom, I guess. Seems yeah, to be Zoom's, the, Zoom's the big one because you could, like, you know, conference in multiple people from uh, all over the place, so you could theoretically really put a, a good game together. And what we did is we created a video. So when you buy the $5 weekly access, uh, you'll get a link to a password-protected site, and on that site you will have the quiz. You will have a play a, uh, a video of the quiz, so that basically it goes an hour, and you could follow it question by question, round by round, in graphical format. And uh, then there's uh, the play-along version for you to fill out so your team can actually fill out uh, the answers to all the questions and you can sort of uh, unveil the questions as they they come. And uh, then we do send the answers as well. I thought about maybe doing it without the answers and you have to send us back your thing, but in the modern age of Google, uh, preventing teams from just, you know, outright cheating and looking everything up seems futile. 
So, folks, we have to go on what's called the honor system. Remember that? The honor system? It's a long time ago. Um, but that's that's basically what, what it is. So what we're hoping, uh, we're going to put it out every Friday. Uh, we're shooting for, uh, it takes a long time to produce, folks, almost all week in terms of the graphics and what goes into it and the templates and uh, putting it together. Uh, and it's also something we've never done before. So we're going to put it out every Friday, and then hopefully teams can download it and uh arrange their games throughout the week and get it on zoom or do whatever make it a friday night thing a saturday night thing and it looks like we might be in this for a couple months so uh you know we'll do it as long as necessary we we want to stress that we we're, we'd like to get back to regular quizo as soon as possible uh and are not looking to long term uh make this uh, how quizo is done by any stretch of the imagination but you know, in the meantime, um, we'll still keep doing all the research and working with all our hosts or, uh, you know, around the country to get this game out to to players. Um, you know, take care of them as well. A lot of them, this is, is what they do for a living, and it's, uh, it's a tough situation. So, uh, you know, everybody's in this, and, and you know, give, give as much love as you can uh, to the hosts um, for your local games as well. And, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much where it's at. So if you go to quizotrivia.com or quizzo.co, uh, you could get a link uh, directly to um, uh, where to sign up, and, and like I said, it'll be five bucks a, a game for, uh, each week uh, if teams want to play, and you can, you know, uh, conference in as many people uh, for that game as as you see fit. So uh, it's your world. Play Quizzo in it. All right, what do we have in the way of trivia for the upcoming week? Some clues to play well, the I'll game. Be honest with you, I didn't really, you know, my my normal schedule is completely out of whack. Oh, really? I I could I can't I imagine why. I happen to be a first grade teacher and a third grade teacher simultaneously. Congratulations. So imagine how much I'm enjoying that. A lot of tweets going around. Uh, NBA players should make $60,000 and teachers should be making $2.6 after quarantine. You know, I don't want to speak for uh, how teachers are paid because, honestly, I'm not versed in it. I don't know the details. Uh, but I will say this. I did not personally sign up to be a teacher. That's for a and reason. also, I am not receiving any money. Yes, that's uh, correct. <laughs> so, it's quite the opposite. Does this mean I have to pay? Do I have to pay my taxes this year, Drew? Because, I mean, right? I mean, if I'm not, if, isn't that why I pay state tax? So I can send my kids to somewhere for six hours a day? There's all kinds of questions being asked these days, Nick. <laughs> does this mean, you know, <laughs> what does this mean? Who knows? Who knows what this means? Um, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, so you want a question? I got a good one for you. Yeah, I got I got at least two good general knowledge ones. I, I'm going to start you off with this, actually, because you didn't hear the intro, and this was directly related to the intro. Okay. Um, so right, with their with hit song just dropped in, whose backup band in the 1960s was named The First Edition? The First Edition? The First Edition. Are you familiar and with the song it... Just Dropped In? No. Okay, so yes, you are. Which was clearly the which was clearly the the intro. Uh, if intro. you heard it, you would know it. Now, the, it's one of those songs. Okay. I love these songs because people are like, "That's not the name of the song. It's this." And then you look at the name, and the name is the song, and then in parentheses something, right? Do you ever get those songs? Or it's like the yeah, song's got yeah, a title, yeah, yeah. and then in parentheses. Yeah, the pina colada song. Right? There you go. Escape. In parentheses, the Pina, the Pina Colada, Colada song. Right. So there's a lot of those types right. of songs. So this happens to be one of those songs. And it is most famous from The Big Lebowski. 
right. So the song just dropped in, and then the in parentheses. Can you guess the in parentheses? I just dropped in. Got Nick Stump, folks. All right. It's to see what condition my condition was in. Okay. All right, you yeah, know, no, I didn't, I didn't have that. It wasn't close. You know that song? So that song apparently was written by this psychedelic yeah. guy, and it was covered by everybody in the 60s. It became the psychedelic theme song. Now, it was originally written to warn people about the dangers of LSD, but the way it played out, it just made people do copious amounts of LSD. Um, and, yeah, and, well, we know how that goes when you try to warn people about something. Yo, man, you take this Norm MacDonald, who I think is one of <laughs> the smartest stand-up comedians ever. He he said yeah. he's like they they told me LSD is like uh is a drug and you take it and for five dollars you get really high and then twenty years later you could get really high again. <laughs> I was like that's a great value, but it doesn't work. I was angry. Twenty years later, I went back to my my drug dealer. I was like I I never got that second high. I want my money back. Anyway, but. Uh, so it became like sort of a, psych- a psychedelic uh, anthem, if you will. Um, and I, I remember the song vividly uh, from uh, from Big Lebowski. It's the scene where the dude gets knocked out and he has that total trip. Yep. You know what I mean? And he's like bowling and, yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah, else. Yeah, Right. Um, yeah. So, so it's uh, – what fascinated me about it is not only the song and its origins, but who made it a hit. So the band, the backup band, uh, as I just said, is called The First Edition. I had never heard that before. And when I realized who sang it, I could not even believe it. I couldn't even believe it. So today of all days, Nick, why did I ask you that question? Kenny Rogers. You got it. Kenny Rogers and The First you, Edition. You led, me, you, led me, you led me there, Drew. You led me there, and I, I got there. Yeah. No, a million years, I wouldn't have known that Kenny Rogers sang that song. Can you believe that? That's where he no. got his start. Kenny Rogers and the first edition. What condition my condition is in. Or first edition. What condition my condition oh, is in. that's where he got his start? Yes! 1967. Oh, wow. Okay, jeez. Isn't that nuts? Wow, he was a psychedelic crazy. rocker. Kenny Rogers, before he went country. Full hippie. he was born on a horse, Drew. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm blowing exactly. your mind, dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, and, and, and that's what we got to do with the Quizzo Trivia Podcast because we memorialize these, you know, legends. And Kenny Rogers, obviously, to me, is a legend, you know, not only for the roasters because, God, that was great chicken while it lasted. But also, you know, uh, just the Dolly Parton duets and, and the whole aura. But who the hell knew that the guy was a psychedelic rocker and, and like the anthem of anthems of psychedelic rock? He sang it. Yeah, like, I don't know if doing a picture round of people like that is the way to touch, but there's a lot of people out there that have switched careers sort of midstream, and you would have no idea. Like, I, I know the guy, Larry the Cable Guy, was, like, a stand-up comedian who did a totally different type of routine. Right, and then he just invented this thing. And was going thing. nowhere, and then he just invented this character and became, you know, one of the biggest yeah, stand-ups I, in the country. I mean, that's Dolomite. Uh, you know, that's the story of Dolomite. Eddie Murphy's character, you know, that, that he did. The guy was a real guy. Yeah, so, he's, he's totally Yeah, yeah. He, he was just a failed uh, stand-up comedian who wasn't really good at it. Got a couple emceeing gigs, you know, hosting, like, uh, whatever. And then he invented this guy who was sort of this super pimp with uh, lyrical rhymes that made people laugh. 
uh, that he learned from a homeless dude, and he became you know world famous because of it. So there, there def- there's definitely uh, something there. Another but- good one is uh, I think Rush Limbaugh used to be like a radio disc jockey. Well, no, Ru- Rush uh, Limbaugh was a director of marketing for the Kansas City Royals. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was his start. He was he was in sports marketing. So and then he went on the radio you know, in Kansas Romo, City. Tony Romo was actually a quarterback before he became a, an announcer. I mean, a failed quarterback. Right. Granted, yeah, he was a quarterback in the NFL. I know. I couldn't even believe it. He didn't have many playoff wins, which is why I didn't know very I much about him. Playoffs. Uh, I never. I never. You know. I did hear something about uh, him not being good at holding snaps, but I don't know. That could, that could just be me. Anyway, so uh, Kenny Rogers, RIP, freaking legend, 81 years old. He was just like, yeah, I've seen enough of this world. I'm good. Peace out. I didn't even know he had coronavirus. He didn't. He didn't die of coronavirus. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. No. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> he just... Corona, coronavirus humor. There's nothing funnier than everybody dying and staying inside. <laughs> We've got the plague running wild all across the world, folks, and Nick and I are still researching trivia questions for you. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, all right, good time to bring up the patron saints here. Uh, can you tell me the name of what Simon and Garfunkel's song was chosen? Because it is the patron saint of music. The patron saint of music. Also the name of what Simon and Garfunkel's song. Oh, man. And I'm pretty good with Simon and Garfunkel, too. So then you'll be good with this one, then. All right. I feel like it. it's funny because you mentioned music and Saints, and now St. Stephen is stuck in my head, and I can't hear anything else except St. Stephen playing. Because that's what happens when you're a deadhead. Um, Simon and Garfunkel's song with the saint. Patron saint. Well... Don't let the saint throw you off. I mean, they, they just they chose this because it's the patron saint of music, but the saint has nothing to do with the song. Now then, I don't know that I would get this at all. Um, so well, my he- if you're familiar with their songs, you can think of the title that the name Scarborough Fair. Uh, let's see, oh, is it, so? Wait, is name. is a saint's name in the title? Ugh, the title it. of the song is a woman's name. That name. Oh, so the, I, saint, the saint of that name I, is the. I think I, I think I got it now, and I love how the ESPN app throws these these messages in our podcast now, and it just stays in there. I can't help it, folks. And I don't know how to turn it off while I'm connecting to Nick. I need my ESPN updates for the no sports going on in the world. What could they possibly be sending me right now? You know what I mean? There's nothing happening. I don't know, but I probably listen. I probably listened to like five hours of talk radio, like sports talk radio, this week. Yep. Which is which is insane. Like I, 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 I don't. I feel like I, I, it's like I'm so addicted to sports. I didn't realize how addicted to sports I am until like going through this and being ten days without it, yet still like needing to keep up with like nothing. Like, like, I, I, I mean, it's like the NFL is giving you some fantasy to think about at least. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with is, is the the only female name that immediately comes to mind is Celia, and I don't know what Celia. she is. There you go. That's it, Cecilia. St. Cecilia, the patron saint. Of That's music. crazy, because if you ever listen to that song, that is one messed up song. Like, well, I think that's why they did it. I, they did it. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of a colder woman in my life than that B-I-T-C-H. No offense. But literally, listen to the lyrics. <laughs> like, he just got done banging her, 
gets up, goes to wash his face, comes back to bed. There's another dude in the bed already. Yeah, it's a Woody Allen movie. They wrote a song about a Woody Allen movie. That can't happen. Named it after the patron saint of music. That can't happen. Did that ever happen to anybody? Uh, do you think that has ever happened uh, to anybody? Yes, I do. That's crazy. I do think that that has happened. Yeah, I, I just, I can't get over that. All right, well, Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily. Makes sense to me. Um, okay, Nick, true or false, dogs can sense heat from their nose. Uh, that nose, is that's some nose that they have, those dogs. Um, uh, as you say that, that, lot- that beast outside my door is literally going... <laughs> I hear it moving. I hear the nose moving. I might have just asked you that because of that question, because of what I just heard. I saw a funny, I saw a funny dog clip yesterday. My, uh, yeah, I've you know, seen a lot of dog clips recently. My, my, my one cousin is a huge Notre Dame fan. So he showed me this clip. It's a dog, the dog's named Rudy. And <laughs> they got the clip going. The dog's sitting on the bed. And the TV's going, the part where they're like, Rudy. <laughs> the dog starts, like the dog's like looking around, crazy. It's pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'll say true. It is true. Dogs can sense heat from their nose. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, I remember when um, I had my puppy, my girl, and they told me one of the things like their moms keep their noses warm. So one of the things I did when she was a puppy was always like I'd always try to cover up her nose and stuff. I don't know. It's a fascinating, a fascinating thing that dogs nose. Wet <laughs> through it. So when, when it's, you know, when it's wet, it's happy. It's like there's so much going on with that nose. That nose got a lot I'm going on. I'm certainly glad. Certainly glad we don't have that. That's when like, things are going well. Your nose starts sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that would be an unpleasant <laughs> side effect. Or like if if you got excited. Possible to play poker. Or if you got excited. Pocket aces. Your nose is soaking wet. You're like, don't tell me you're not looking at that girl. I see your nose running. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, one more for you in general knowledge before we can move on to sports here. Uh, What British entrepreneur began his empire by starting a student magazine at the age of 16? Richard Branson. Yes, that's what he started doing. I hate him. You put out a. Uh, do you really? Yeah, you I'm not. A, nah, right. I, he he like screwed over all his employees in this. Uh, he's got oh, all these like. Yeah, now? yeah. He 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 did something like, I forgot. He has like a, a chain of hotels all across the country, and he basically like laid everybody off instead of taking care of them at all. So and uh, you know, dude's like one of the richest dudes in the world. So it's pretty nauseating when somebody that much money does something like that and just screws the little guy completely with with nothing. And, yeah, it's, uh, pretty, it, it's pretty crazy that like in eight days you lay everybody off. Like that, that's the, what I saw. I saw like MGM laid off. They, they were laying people off three or four days into this, and I was just thinking, my gosh, like three days, four days in, like you you, you can't you couldn't handle that. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's just basically like you're you're garbage to us. Contractors that work for us, so our our overhead is so low. So I guess when you have these high overheads, you know, I I don't know, but man, it was like, whew. 
Nah, for me, it's like you're 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 trash. Major to, corporations are laying. Yeah, you're off. trash to us. You mean nothing. You're you're just a, a right on the bottom line. It's that's what's so hard about this. It's 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 tough to see what get what actually you know <laughs> uh, where all the power and everything goes. They don't they don't keep you safe. They don't do enough to stop it. They knew it was coming. They're getting rich off selling off all their stocks. They let all the little guys crash, and you know now we're. Now we're chasing, uh, you know, time. Really, that's what it comes down to. But, we're just chasing time. But at least we have sports as a distraction. We don't. No, we oh, don't. I <laughs> got trivia. You know what FanDuel is doing? This is genius. They got All UFC. Right, people who are working at, at FanDuel are absolute geniuses. They, they updated their app. So when you go on the FanDuel app, they now have video on there. So you could be watching, like, a horse race from halfway around the world, but you could bet on it on FanDuel and you can watch it on your FanDuel app. So yeah, like, you got to do that. Like whatever, whatever Australian rugby is being played. Yeah. Australian rules football starting back up. <laughs> yeah, You can watch it on the FanDuel app. So you have something to root for. Like these guys missing no opportunity. They, to, uh... they are looking <laughs> for deviants folks. Folks, deviants wanted, <laughs> So if you'd like to gamble on something you know nothing about just to catch a rush for 20 minutes while you're stuck inside, FanDuel. So I do like uh, that, though. All right, sports. Okay. Here we go. What NBA, what NBA team has Rip City on its jersey? Uh, what NBA Portland? Team? Yeah, Portland. Yeah, Portland's Rip City. Rip right. City. Yeah, I knew that for some yep. reason. I don't know why I knew that, but I definitely knew that. Why do they call it Rip City? Yeah, well, it's not that interesting. So, <laughs> not as good as the Windy City. Remember the origin of the Windy City? Yeah, it was like it was one of those. I want to say it was something like one of their announcers, uh, like they won a game on somebody. Now, it was the world. It was uh, the World's Fair, right? So, uh, Chicago hosted the World's Fair. And they basically wouldn't shut up about it. And all their newspapers just kept reporting about how amazing Chicago is and how amazing the World's Fair is. So the Windy City came from a reporter in a neighboring town uh, labeling Chicago that they're basically full of bluster. It's not that great a city, but all they kept doing is blowing wind. So Right, and it, we think of it as like, oh, it's the windiest city in America. Right, which is actually Brigantine, New Jersey somehow. <laughs> so, Yeah, so Rip, Rip, Rip City was coined when the play-by-play announcer... Uh, who you've never heard, Bill Shonley, uh, during a game against the Lakers in 71. You know, I think they gives like a game-winning shot or something, and he just, the announcer said, Rip City, and it, like, stuck as a rallying cry. So it's been around since 1971. All right, that's, and, lo- that's longevity I, I was, enough. I, yeah, I was just shocked. I was like, that's been around. Like, I thought it was something that they made up two years ago to sell jerseys. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like when, uh... Hey, do you guys when, have uh, a nickname, uh... N- no. Oh, you don't have a nickname? N- no. Well, when the Golden State Warriors started wearing that O-Town um, jersey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> O-Town. Golden State Warriors. It's, it's just all marketing. Um, they couldn't move out of Oakland fast enough when somebody was re- ready to build them a new stadium. They're O-Town. O-Town. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> now they're San Francisco. Oh, you can play in San Francisco? Oh, 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 we're San Francisco. Forget O-Town. Nick, who wore number 12 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers prior to Tom Brady? 
I guess that's something we should probably address since we talk about him every episode anyway. He's our Matt Damon. What do you think of Tom oh. Brady going to Tampa Bay, Florida? Uh, geez. Let's see. Who wore number 12? Ah, uh, gosh. I, I don't really have a great guess at this where I'm actually remembering it. So, and I don't even think that the guy I'm going to say is right. But I don't. I'll be mad if it's him. Uh, I, kind of, I sort of can picture this guy, and he's not wearing number 12. Um, is it, uh, for the sake of time, I know it's wrong, Brad Johnson? It is Chris Godwin. Wear those team numbers, and you never know. Like, if you have one of them in fantasy, and you, then you have to sit a while. Like, who is it? Which one and is that? They, they Which one is that? Is that Williams? Yeah. Is that Williams? I freaking it's the other three. Evans is 13, right? Yes, yeah. Mike, Michael Evans is 13, so Godwin was 12. And then the other receiver they have is what, Cameron Bright. Is that his name? Uh, he's a tight end. Yeah. No, then that's not the guy I'm thinking. There's another, there's another receiver that's good. That they have. That's another team. Godwin, Evans. Wow, what's the other dude's name? He just never produces fantasy wise, but uh, I know exactly who you're well, talking about. Well, because he's just got those two monsters, but he's, he's a decent player. But he's got, you know, two of the best five receivers in the league on his team. But uh, no, I, I remember because having them in fantasy, you're just like, ah, which one is it? I, I, was, I was thinking quarterback the whole way, and I just never – just left myself. Well, that's why I think it's a great question because it's not only recent, yeah. but uh, – Oh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Let's see. But uh, so, so here was – this is kind of getting to my question. Scotty you, Miller is I'll, listed as their third wide receiver. Cameron Bray. I'm thinking of Cameron Bra He's a tight end, but he wears like 81. Uh, O.J. Howard. Uh, There's another dude, I'm telling you. But because I, I remember being like, oh, it's neither. <laughs> but all right, what else you got for well, me? Let me try this one on you. Yeah. What, what team's uh, .387 winning percentage is the all-time worst of any active franchise in the NFL, MLB, NBA, or NHL? What team's .387 winning percentage is the all-time worst? Of any active franchise in the NFL, MLB, NBA, or NHL. So who's the worst team in sports? Is what you're saying to me, based on percentage? Who <laughs> their, is their point three eight seven winning percentage is the worst of any active franchise in the NFL, MLB, NBA, or NHL? I'm going to vote for the Cleveland Browns. It is your Tom Brady led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nice. Tom so Brady. Tom Brady just joined the worst franchise in all of professional sports. The worst active franchise in all of sports. Wow. How great is that? Wow. Welcome <laughs> to your 6 and 10 season with Tom. Wow. And then we got to pay him next year. Maybe he'll go 4 and 12 next year. I love it. I mean, is there going to be anything better than to root against this Tampa Bay team? Oh, absolutely not. 
It's, <laughs> I, I mean, you, you just, you just pray and pray and pray that it blows up in their face. But, uh, you know, oh man, that's crazy. So I guess that's kind of even worse though, because he's going to the worst. He's, if you make them a champion, then it's just like, oh, I can't take you anymore. And, oh, and they are yeah. good. No, this is this this, this is why I, I love this story because forever I've wanted to see, you know, can you do it? Okay, what is, is this? Is this Bill this without is, Tom? Tom clearly, without Bill? I can I can clearly explain how I feel about this. For twenty years, I've hated the Patriots, right, and I've hated Tom Brady, but I hated them together. And then when the divorce happened. It's so clearly, it's not that I hated the Patriots so much. It's that I hated Tom Brady. Because now it's like this could Belichick win while Tom Brady goes 1-15 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> and the legacy for Tom to be, yeah, he won six championships, but it's because he had Bill. And, and, and that's, that's what we now have to root for. That's true. It's it's. It, yeah. it is. It is kind of hard to deny that. Yeah, I mean, if he. I mean, if Bill he, goes eleven and five with Jared Stidham, is that even his name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? How yep. great! Is, I mean, and, and that's what we're that's what we're we're looking at here. So I don't, you know, it, and it could go the other way. I mean, Tom could go win twelve games with the Bucks, and you know what? I'll have to give. He certainly got the weapons. I mean, jeez, did he upgrade his his weapons or what? Come on. So, ah, yeah. You know, it'll be interesting to see, but. Well, what happens if the reverse happens? If Tampa Bay kicks butt and the Pats right. fall off the face yeah. of the earth with Jared Stitham. Well, well, two and four. Well, we great. haven't seen a so bad was, season for Brady, Belichick. It was Brady and Bill goes down as being, you know, hey, he was a guy who had the greatest quarterback of all time and won a bunch of championships with him. But I think, you know. I like it. Either way, it's a great it, it's a great story, and it'll be exciting to watch. So, ah, no question. I'm looking forward to it. I will not be betting. If anything, if anything, what I could see is Bill having one year of a step back while he, you know, reconfigures his team. But yeah, yeah I guess it, for me, it's going to depend on who comes in at quarterback. You know what I mean? If he if he has a steady hand in Andy Dalton, you know somebody like that, then I think there's a chance he'll be okay. You know what I mean? I don't think Brady was that great last year, but I do not think they have great weapons. So, right, right, but they had a great defense, so that that carried them for a little while. You know, I, so, so I think Bill's gonna go. You know, can you imagine him going? Uh, Six and ten, I'm like no, I don't see that. I mean, I think it'll be eight and eight, nine and seven, somewhere in that range. But I think in two years from now, he will have a solution to his problem. Yeah, I, you and, know, it, it just—I don't know what his his motivation level is. You know, I, I assume now it's probably very high because his legacy is on the line. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh yeah, no, I think his motivation level has probably never been higher. Now it's his chance to go prove that it was him, not Brady. Just as I think Brady's motivation level for the next two years is going to be off the charts because now it's his chance to prove it was him and not the system. So I don't question the motivations at all of either of those guys. And I, you know, I, I hope we. It's going to be very, very interesting. 
All right, man. Let's get going. All right. Um, let's move into geography, history. Uh, you start off. I got one for you, and then I'll. I got two in entertainment. What two so. countries? What two countries share the world's longest international border? What two countries share the world's longest international border? Russia and China. Uh, I'll give you a clue. U.S. and Canada. It's closed. Yeah, U.S. and Canada. Right. My first guess was going to be U.S. and Canada, but Russia and China is not longer than U.S. and Canada? No, the border between Russia and China is not longer than the border between the U.S. and Canada. I I think what what, what probably is going on in your mind is you're trying to measure and and you're not taking into uh, account Alaska's border, which is gigantic. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Going up. Yeah, that's like a whole other thing. Good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Alaska. It's not double, but Alaska. Alaska. Um, all right. What nickname least, was what's you're that? not Nebraska. <laughs> I said at least you're not Nebraska. So you didn't you didn't finish the lyric. <laughs> that's that's the last line of it, which is hilarious. It's like what rhymes with Alaska? What was going on in Nebraska? Uh, yeah, I did send uh uh, Marshall, a uh, uh, something that happened because uh, I wanted to check in and see how he's doing, and um, my spell correct gave me what I think is a fish line, right? Uh, so I sent somebody a message using the term "blessing in disguise," and it came out "blessing in the sky." So if you ever hear "blessing in the sky" from a fish song. That was uh, courtesy. <laughs> that of was you. Me via you Tom Marshall via incorrect spell check or incorrect voice Tom to text. And, uh, and Tom Marshall and Trey just put out a new song. Oh no, kidding! The other day. Yeah. Yeah. Quarantined. Brand new music. Now it's something about the pack. I, I want to say it's leader of the pack, but it's not. Quarantined. It, it, it's like, <laughs> like being part of the pack or something. I, I, I watched uh, Mike Gordon for 15 minutes on his Instagram live, and he, he was like speaking a foreign language talking about the bass guitar. It was unbelievable. I can't even imagine what him for 15, watching him for 15 minutes. Can't even he, he doesn't speak English. He speaks bass. He's talking about nothing but bass guitar and strategy and, and crazy and about guys he's learned. It's, they are so gifted as musicians. What goes into what they do is, like, unfathomable to me. It's, it's more complicated than anything I've ever heard. Uh, just, all right, man, hit me. All right, you ready? What nickname was given yep. to notorious outlaw Charles Floyd? Pretty Boy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, all right. I was like, wait, is that a boxer? But no, that's, <laughs> it is. If your yeah, last name is Floyd, that's right. Uh, but yeah, yeah pretty yeah, boy yeah, Floyd. It's a boxer. Charles but Floyd. That's where I came from yep, absolutely. Nothing pretty better boy than Floyd. a great nickname, pretty boy. <laughs> like, that's pretty boy Floyd over there. Don't mess with him. Like, oh, you think you're tough, pretty boy? Anyway, uh, what do you got in geography history to finish us up? Uh, what founding father called the bald eagle a bird of bad moral character? Ben Franklin. He wanted a turkey. <laughs> yes, yes. He was upset about the bald eagle being our national emblem because it was a bird of bad moral character. I love that. I don't even know what that means. I, I didn't know birds had good uh, – because they'll eat other birds, right? I mean, I think that that's what he was talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, like I think, I think because 
It's a bird that will eat other birds. Sir, this bird, bird will eat other birds. It is a bird of bad moral character, and it should not be representative of these fine United States. Instead, let me propose the wild turkey. This creature that wanders around, we don't even know if it can fly. It is delicious. <laughs> it makes for a delicious meal. I love it. All right. Uh, let's get into entertainment. Sound good? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, I'll start you off in, in entertainment. Uh, associated with Late Night, what celebrity has a media company named Team Coco? Uh, give me one more time. Associated with Late Night, what celebrity has a media company named Team Coco? Got it. Got it. Conan O'Brien. You got it. Yeah. Absolutely. Team Coco is Conan O'Brien. Everything he puts out is Team Coco. I didn't know if you knew him, uh, how much you knew about I, I don't him. know that I know. I don't know why I know that. I, I really don't. Dude, his podcasts are great. They're great. He has. I should he, listen because I'm sitting here listening to sports talk radio and just feeling. They're all, in, they're all interviews, but he's got these two co-hosts. One is just his personal assistant who basically, you know, craps on him the whole time. <laughs> because she's been with him for like twenty something years or whatever, she's hilarious. I'm I, I'm absolutely she's my favorite non personality personality, and uh, he's got great interviews. You know, like Will Arnett, Judd Apatow, um, you know, and it's it's loose. It's a it's a it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Cool, cool. Yep, absolutely. So, um, um, I got a couple for you here. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, okay, so. You've heard of the show Pawn Stars? Of course. Yeah, okay. What city is the setting for the TV show Pawn Stars? Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Vegas. Absolutely. I didn't realize that, you know, I've never seen Pawn Stars, but I, I heard oh. of it. I just assumed that it was one of those traveling shows that Nah, Chumley, baby. Nah, you gotta you gotta know the cast. They got this dude Chumley. I don't know. I, I, oh, it's just like this. Oh, that that show is crazy. That is like if you want really to know, like, I, I don't know. It's such a it, to me. It's a great show because half of it is just absolute like insanity, and the other half is history, right? So half the time somebody's bringing in something to pawn, it's like an incredible thing, and then they'll call up some you know historian who's an expert in that type of thing and to find out what it's worth. Like this year's a rifle from Civil War battalion, you know, whatever else, right? So they bring in these experts uh-huh. to verify it, and then they give you like a little history lesson about the little thing that they're, you know, they're bringing in because it's all pre-produced. But then the other time, it's like this crack whore has six gold teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's 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 quite all over the place when it comes to what the show's got. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, but yeah, yeah, Chumley is. Uh, I think a. I don't know if he's dead or he might be dead. Somebody died on that. A couple people have died on that. Or he got arrested. I don't even know. It's gotta be a tough. Gotta be a tough life. Uh, being a pawn. Being a pawn star. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great title, though. <laughs> you gotta give. You gotta give yeah, them that. Is, yeah. You know, they they did they did hit it with the title. It's pretty memorable. Um, all right, so let me give you uh, my last entertainment question. Last one of the Quizzo Trivia podcast. And remember, folks, go to quizzotrivia.com and you can download. Uh, the game, which was last week's game. You can listen to last week's podcast for some free clues to playing the game. Play it yourself. 
see what happens, see how it works, and uh, we'll have them up for you each week. All right, in terms of Indiana Jones's actual on-screen life, Nick, what movie is first? Huh. All right, so I didn't know this. I thought that they were in chronological order. They were not. But I know you wouldn't be answer- I know you wouldn't be answering this question if it was. So I'm gonna say that the first one in chronological order was let's see. Last Crusade? That's a great guess. Oh, man, because his dad was in it, and he's te- they, they show him teaching at the college and all. Yep. I figured that had to be right. Yep. No, it's actually the Temple of Doom. I, I, I didn't realize. So Temple of Doom is first, and then... Then comes Lo- Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Then comes uh, the uh, the Last Crusade. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Temple of Doom is a prequel. Temple of Doom happens before Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. happens right no. before uh, the uh, Last Crusade. Both during the Nazi time, so that's kind of the giveaway. Is but but uh, it, oh yeah, all right. So there, okay. but there is definitely okay. like uh, Temple of Doom. Uh, there's a whole thing about how that was actually a prequel in Indiana Jones, and that's the first you see Indiana Jones. So, All yeah. right, good one. I did not know that. So, one Absolutely. of my favorite characters, and did, did not did not know it. You got time on your hands. Go go back and rewatch. Although there's no question to me, the Last Crusade's the best one. It's not even. Well, close. I just saw the. Um, I actually just watched Raiders of the Lost Ark within the last year with my kids. Uh, <sighs> I didn't. I'm at, I'm at that great time now where I can. I watched all the Star Wars movies with them, like all, all of my favorites. Yeah, I'm a year away. Uh, I'm a year away. But you I have one younger Temple one over. Is, I, I feel like Temple of Doom is a little bit. It's too dark. The eating of the yeah, heart, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that, I don't like it. Yeah, that hard part for sure. I mean, that still bothers me. Sure. I saw it in the theaters, and it freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, I still, 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 still remember that. Yep, absolutely. The Not, eating of the heart. The eating of the heart. Well, you know what's cool about this, Nick? One of the other guys that covered the song um, uh, just dropped in, in in the same year that it was covered by Kenny Rogers. Ready? Uh all right, so who's the most famous person you know of that's married his cousin? Well, there's three that come to mind. Isn't that great? Isn't it that I ask a question like that? <laughs> so it's just a matter of who is more famous, Franklin Roosevelt? Well, and odds are. Alan Poe, well, odds are neither of those or, two people covered. Uh, just dropped. <laughs> that's why I'm saying it first. Okay. <laughs> Three Brandon people come Dota to my mind. Edgar Allan Poe. Albert Einstein. Jerry Lewis. There you go. So that's it for the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. And 1967, Jerry Lee Lewis also covered. Just dropped in to Sorry. see what Sorry, condition Jerry my condition was in. See you next week, folks. Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. I told my mind on a jagged sky. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. 
Pushed my soul in a deep, dark hole I followed it in Then I met myself crawling out As I was crawling in Got up so tight I couldn't unwind Saw so much it broke my mind I just dropped in To see what condition my condition was in Somebody painted April Fool In a big black letters on a dead end sign Had my foot in the gas when I left of the road I blew out my mind Eight miles out of Memphis and I got to go back Eight miles straight up downtown somewhere I just dropped in uh, to see what condition my condition was in condition my condition was in I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in Eight miles out of Memphis and I got no spare Eight miles straight up downtown somewhere I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in Oh, I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in Yeah, I just dropped in 